Hey guys, you are listening to Let's Pause with Nui and your girl Lola. So we're going to be talking about all things love, life, right through to entrepreneurship and popular culture. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Pause. How are you doing, Lola? I'm very good. I'm good, girl. How are you? Yeah, all good. Can't complain. Can't complain. It's been a, do you know what? It's been like a bit, I always say the same thing, but it's just been a busy week. I wish I could just have a week where I could just sleep. <laughs> but I know that's not possible. It ain't going to happen just yet. Don't worry, it's coming soon. <laughs> Is that, no, I shouldn't even say that in it about just sleep. That don't, that doesn't sound too healthy, but I just need a holiday. I need some sun and just, I need to be relaxing somewhere hot. Mm, don't be ill, man. We've been locked in for the last couple of years. I ain't been playing for like, since 20 what 19 <laughs> as oh. you know so yeah no we all need a break man we all need a holiday That's exactly exactly but we've got a, we've got an exciting guest today to join yeah. us I'm excited. We have um, Sharice Blackman. She is a writer and actress. Um, She studied drama at Guildhall School of Music and Drama and also the Brit School for Performing Arts, where she first discovered her passion for writing. Um, She subsequently began to write and perform poetry, spoken word at scratch nights and open mic nights around London with her pieces, including Almost Doesn't Count, Black Love and Food for Thought, which was part of the Untitled Writers Festival. Of all, um, she has some amazing acting, really come on, notable acting credits, um, that which include Line of Duty, EastEnders, and a, a short film called um, Auto, which is actually available on um, Amazon Prime. Thank you so much, Cherise, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting Hi, me. Pleasure. Okay, so. So thank you so much for joining us today. So if you can just like share with us, you know, the genesis for you when it came to acting, how did it all start for you? So <laughs> I've always been an actress since a child. I've been told. <laughs> I was always had a penchant for performance. Um, yeah, just kind of grew up always um, being mesmerised by a lot of like old black and white movies and, you know, that whole kind of Hollywood thing like you know I used to grow up watching all those films and it was kind of like you know very kind of mystifying but then I when I was very very small I had the opportunity to go to the theatre and that was it for me I was like that's what I want to do I want to be on a stage and then yeah it's not been that easy to get (laughs) it's um you know I grew up in like southeast London um and just yeah it's just it's not that easy, it, you know, all those kind of starry eyes, um, you know, socially and economically, it wasn't viable for me to go on this wonderful journey of drama school and all the rest of it. Like, so when I was younger, so I kind of had to thank God for like the Brit school, because, you know, that school in Croydon is an amazing uh, institute. Um, and I kind of made a beeline in my teens that that's where I was going to go. And and honestly, when I got there, it was like the best it was the best institute I've ever been to. I wasn't a huge fan of like regular school. Um, I was quite quirky, um, quite outgoing. And it just didn't, it didn't gel in South London. I don't think I was the coolest kid in school. And it just, yeah, that wasn't my place. Mm-hmm. But when I got to the Brick school, I found my place and I found my people. And um, and it just solidified that, that that's literally what was in me. That's what I wanted to do. 
um, quite interestingly enough, knowing what you wanted to do and then knowing how to get there is the is the difficult bit. Mm. Um, and I saw the, the the steps and the path, and I went to Guildhall like um, part time, and I paid for myself um, by working three jobs. I worked in Sainsbury's, Blockbusters, <laughs> and I waitressed. Wow. Like, literally, that was the hustle. Like I'm not gonna lie, like it was a hustle. Mm. Um, and that whole kind of like going off and spending three years and and doing it just wasn't it wasn't in my remit. It wasn't for me. So um, I went and became a flight attendant. And um, wow. I worked, joined an airline because I wanted to travel and see some of the world. Um, and I was only going to do it for a little bit. I literally was. I was like, going to do it for a little bit. I was a little bit disillusioned with the um, the acting industry as I tried to break in. It was really difficult. Um, teenage, uh, black girl, really like the bill. That was it. I think that was the only gig I did back then. I did, no, to lie, I did the family affairs. I had a little gig on family oh, affairs. Family way, way, way. <laughs> yeah, was like, they just... <laughs> You know, I went to see agents, I met them, and I was told that like, my booty was too big. I mean, just, it was just, I didn't fit the model. And like, it was just, mm. I was like, yeah, okay, this is very, this is not, this is limited. Um, so yeah, I went off and uh, traveled and, and got married and had three children. And I was like, okay, this is okay. This is my portion, this is fine. But with anything, when you've got a, a purpose and a passion, it doesn't, it, you, you just can't just give up on it. It doesn't go, it doesn't go. Um, but nevertheless, I've spent a long time, I'm talking like 15, 16 years, um, plugging away doing, you know, my, I, I, do you know what, actually, I, ended, I never actually stopped being a creative. I still wrote short stories. I still wrote poems. I did whole performances for my kids at bedtime. They didn't just get a regular old story. <laughs> they got a three-act play for bedtime. I didn't stop. I just found other ways to kind of channel that creativity. Yeah. And then, um, and then like, it got to a point where my, my kids are teenagers now. And um, I remember my, my daughter said to me, you know, what's your dream? And I was like, oh, to be your mum. And she was like, yeah, whatever. Um, no, but seriously, like, what's your dream? And I was like, I don't know. If I, I kind of, if I wasn't a flight attendant and, you know, a mum, and that, I'd probably be an actress or a writer. That's what I would be doing if I could choose my profession. And she just quite simply said to me, so why aren't you doing it? And someone who's got a lot of talk, I had nothing to say to that. <laughs> One more minute. And I was like, okay. But there was, it's true. Why, why wasn't I trying to do it? Like, why wasn't I? Like, I bang on and all about never giving up on your dreams, never letting go. If you really want something, you must go for it. And it was like, oh, fine. So I remember saying to my husband, I said, babe, I just want to do some like amateur stuff, you know, just some amateur theatre, just some little bits. And my husband was like, yeah, right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you do things small, don't you? You really do things small. And I was like, no, babe, nothing's going to change. It's going to be just small. And he was just like, not buying it. He was just like, yeah you watch and you know what I'm grateful that people believe in me because having all of that belief and all that support at home really propelled me to just go out there and give it everything and I did I was like right let's let's see what let's see what could this be and thanks to the almighty the almighty um it was it was it was my portion it was in my path and literally you know I think when the timing is right I think that is definitely key mm. um I kind of went into it this time with a whole different attitude than when I was younger. Um, to me, it was like anything I do, it's a bonus. I'm just going to have fun because I have my family. I have my husband. I have all the things that keep me satisfied and content. Mm. And this for me is, let's see, let's see what happens and no expectations on myself. And I feel just, just going in with that, no expectations on myself of what I'm, it's just meant that I've been able to reach my full potential. And I've, you know, I've, 
been able to like I said I remember I landed my first gig on EastEnders and like my kids were cracking up <laughs> and it's again it's like they're like ah, <laughs> and it was just like you just it's a different energy it's a different mm. it, you know like some of the other stuff I've done like I remember when we watched Line of Duty and I got packed in it and my kids were like snapchatting it on the screen not my mum dying <laughs> it was just like we're just we're just enjoying it we're not we're not stressing out you know, nothing's, you know, my world's not going to end if I don't get this role. Mm. Um, I drag all my kids and my husband to read in for all of my auditions. They're like, oh God, no, who's doing, whose turn is it this time? Not my turn, it's your turn to read it <laughs> um, And it's, and, it, and it, again, my approach, I just, you know, I'm a little bit older, I'm a little bit wiser, I'm a little bit more chilled out. And I think that has helped me be more successful mm. in, in what I'm trying to achieve is that the fact that I just don't put expectations on myself and I kind of go with the flow. Mm. Yeah, I like that, actually. That kind of, you know, like no expectations. Because I think sometimes just in life, you know, when you just you put so much you know, expectations on it in your life, your heart, your yeah. everything on it. And yeah. it's like, you know what, if this doesn't happen, if this doesn't work out, you know what, it's literally do or die. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think it that can work, be your undoing. It can, yeah. be, it can be a bit your undoing. I'm not saying I don't care. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. No, I want it. Mm. But I'm not going to second guess it, if that makes sense. Because of my way in. Yeah. yeah, because of my way in and because, you know, when you're younger, you're naive, you you take it all personally, I didn't get it, maybe I'm rubbish, and you do that to yourself, because, you know, we do it with everything, don't we? You have a relationship that breaks up, and you're like, what did I do wrong? Hang on, how about we trust the almighty, and what is for me will not miss me. Mm. Clearly, this was in God's plan for my life, mm. and by just relaxing, as, mm. as my daughter relax by relaxing <laughs> having faith mm. that what is for me will come to me when the time is right not on my timing but yeah. on god's timing trusting in that yeah there's a sense of peace that you can go into that so when i audition for something and it, i just let it go that's mm. it i auditioned and let it go until my agent calls me mm. it's like sharice you booked it i'm you know don't get me wrong some of them have come in i'm like and then you see them come out in the cinema and you're like damn it <laughs> but don't I don't hold it like there's no point mm. there's really not because you know um I remember line of duty I was two jobs I went for and it was this, the other job that I was like that's the job oh my god that's the job and it actually wasn't it was line of duty that did more for my career and pushed me forward um mm. that other job it came out and like no one really took much notice of it do you know what I mean so you don't know like that's the point don't stress yourself out because you do not know what's going to hit and what's not going to hit what's yeah. going to go push you forward and what's not so you sitting there holding on to something so tightly now nah, man just just Great. just trust yeah yeah I love that and I think you're right it just comes with you know like a level of maturity because mm. had it been when you were a lot younger the approach to it maybe or you just I just I think about would I have started my family or would I have just been holding out for that big job mm. would I have done a lot of the things that I did because I had didn't you know what I mean like I've, I've got lots of friends in the acting industry and and no shade on anyone god no like your path is your path but I'm just talking about me personally and how would me wanting this thing have influenced lots of other decisions so it was removed it wasn't yeah. there it wasn't an option <laughs> and yeah. then at a certain point I felt this inside me this thing like it was like oh, oh you know I did a couple of scratch nights and the poetry was coming and I was waking up in the middle of the night writing at three o'clock in the morning like stuff was coming and I was thinking where did the 
like it was like a volcano that's been dormant for so long and it's like well, where did this come from mm. granted I was busy raising three children so that you know there wasn't too much time <laughs> but when they got to a point where you know they're more independent they're doing it and I get that little bit more time this is what came out of me this is this is where my energies were were dragged pointing and and from that like I started writing I wrote my first um screenplay and you know wrote another like yeah like just all these stories came because I feel like I'd lived I've traveled I've seen things there was yeah. so much in me now and it's like I found my voice and that's what I'm trying to say like with this at this time in my life I've mm. I found my voice and I'm confident in my voice and comfortable with my voice that I can step out and say well this is this is who I am and not worry or second guess myself mm. it's kind of like you've just gone through a rebirth isn't it <laughs> yeah literally and like this version of me is so much cooler like I'm, I'm being serious like she just she just doesn't really stress too tough about like the sweat the small stuff do you know what I mean I think yeah I think when you kind of get to that point and, and and I will say because of that having that it things just seem to be falling into place like my trajectory is crazy like I'm just like whoa mate this is this is so much fun like I'm not gonna lie to you I still get butterflies when they say action that's how much I'm in the moment <laughs> enjoying it. Like when he says and action, I'm like, somebody pinch me. <laughs> this is really happening. I'm really doing this. I remember sat next to Doc Cotton in the makeup chair, literally <laughs> unintended. And I was like, nah, this is this is, she's like right next to me. I'm like, it's crazy. And, it, and I think, and I don't ever want to stop doing that. I don't ever want to stop pinching myself. And mm. And realizing that because this is this is the cherry on the top. This is mm. this is the fun bit. Um, like you know, re- I'll give you an example, and it's I can say because it's now on my <laughs> IMDb. But um, so when Bridget and first dropped, I was like, oh my god, this is so cool! Period drama, black people in a period drama, and I thought it was amazing. And I remember watching it with my daughter and just being like, oh man, I, I love dressing up as well. That's one of my big things. If you give me a role that requires me to wear a costume, I'm so happy. And um, <laughs> When I got the part on, like I had a role on Bridget and um, season two that's coming out. Um, man, that was crazy <laughs> to go from like watching it, binge watching it, to actually being on set. Like fast forward six, seven months later, mm. it's nuts. It's really nuts, mm. and it's and it's good nuts in a good way because it's like I'm here. This is cool. Mm. That is amazing, Bridgerton. Wow, that's. Big. But I also worked as a writer's assistant on the show as well, so I was behind the scenes for a lot of it. Most of it, I was behind the scenes because I worked as a writer's yeah. assistant um, for season two, which was an amazing opportunity and allowed me to really learn so much about a high-end TV show production. Mm. Honestly, I learned so much on that show. It was just an absolute gift to be part of that production. Mm, that's amazing because wasn't it the most watched um until squid games series so, on netflix isn't it? Yeah. Was it yeah yeah before squid games it was the oh, the, sw- oh yeah yeah squid <laughs> games came and knocked it off its perch but for, okay. for a, a length period it was the number one show on netflix number one like the most watched show in next week history then squid games came along and everyone was like yeah it's all about the squid game <laughs> I love that. Did you get to meet Shonda Rhimes or no? Because no? it's filmed here and she's in America. But I'm oh. I'm I'm not I'm not letting go of that dream. I'm sure it will happen. <laughs> <laughs> Shonda is the queen. <laughs> Shonda's the queen, man. Like that's that's all what we that's what we're trying to do out here, man. We're just trying to emulate that woman because mm. she's literally like broken down so many barriers and created, you know, opportunity like 
totally i'm yeah man i'm and she's just such a talented woman exactly and, how to get away with murder yeah come on Grey's anatomy exactly i mean come on like we're i'm just yeah listen i'm i'm, I'm on there trust me i'm going that's, the, that's what i'm trying to get to yeah you're the one happen. to watch so you will be like yeah watch you know space what? Isn't it? let's pause podcast can you believe that and it look where she is today yes you know what it's weird because there's an assurance in the it's happening mm. no i'm serious like and it's like to me i'm not even stressing about when it's just it's gonna happen, gonna happen. it's, yeah. it's yeah. gonna happen and, and, and i'm and i'm okay with that i remember having this really weird feeling in my stomach like when i started to kind of like move into the industry and start doing things and I remember my sister saying to me like are you scared you're gonna fail I said no nah, man I'm scared I'm gonna succeed mm, that's wow. where the fear comes wow. I'm gonna, I, I, the fear wasn't out of failure it just it wasn't mm. it was just yeah man this is gonna happen and when I blow I'm gonna blow and then that's it mate it's mm. gonna be different so yeah I'm I'm I'm, I'm not rushing anything mm. um, yeah you know only what I mean I'm not time. Only yeah, time only, the best time yeah the best time in like Mm. I ain't rushing nothing. I ain't trying to rush nothing. It was quite funny because I, I was saying to my pastor actually about, you know, God, God doesn't need your help. Like, <laughs> I'm not being funny, but like, you're then trying to assist him with <laughs> your, like, literally, like, God, I prayed on this and this is what, and do you know what? Tell you what, let me go and try. No, 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 no. He doesn't need an assistant. He's good, you know. He knows what he's doing. Just step back, relax, and let him take it. Mm. Take the will. Let Jesus take the will. Mm, I love that so would you say because obviously starting now in comparison to then a lot of black well black actresses now there was kind of open up more for them than ever would you say that so would you say that you know there's more opportunities for black women in in the industry or is there still you know there's still it's there's a shift okay. there's a shift mm. if one more person on set tells me oh my god it's the time I need to be black <laughs> An actor, time to relax. <laughs> Calm down. Okay. <laughs> Again, relax. Um, it's definitely changed. There are, there's definitely change happening post uh, Black Lives Matter. Po- but with everything and anything, I, I hold my breath. I'm not trying to be a cynic here, but like, it's been a few kind of times when things were looking like they were, and then once people stop talking, it just goes back. Mm. you know what I'm saying like do you know what I mean mm. so whilst you know things are being made and they're, they're making a conscious effort to try and make you know diversity there's still a long way to go mm. you know those mm. gatekeepers are still hanging around man they're still in place mm. do you know what I mean and, and and whilst you know I feel like in front of the camera is definitely starting to we well, can see it can't you like a diversifier yeah. there's a lot of work to be done behind the camera in this country mm. a lot of work to be done behind the camera and that's something being a writer that I'm really um, compelled to try and make a difference. Um, I'm all about the authenticity um, and who's telling the stories um, because there's, you know, this big drive for diverse stories and we'll just make sure that those stories are being told Mm. by by the creatives that, you know, the the voices that should be telling them. And that's Mm. all I think, you know, and and that's honestly, I'm being really straight up, like, some people might disagree, but I'm like, we've had a long, long, long time of other people telling versions of our stories. And mm-hmm. that's what's pushed me down the writing route. Like, oh, no, no, no. I have a, my voice is not the same as your voice. It's not the same as um, Nue's voice. I didn't want to say it wrong. Nue's voice. <laughs> Just because we're we're not a monolith as black women. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's really important to collaborate 
and to make sure there's authenticity by by what's being produced and coming out so that's one of the another reasons why I picked up the mantle this time round and was like well actually I'm going to simultaneously make sure I'm behind the camera um, and in the creative writing room and that development side of it as well as I still love being in front of the camera that's not changed my agent got a little bit like concerned she's like are you going to come back to acting I was like oh yeah, yeah I still I still love being in front of the camera but I still feel there's a massive fire for me to 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 um tell these stories tell our stories tell mm. our stories fantastic that's brilliant Sheree oh, another quick question so how would you feel if you were to um be given a, a blank piece of paper because you seem to be very creative how so how would you approach your writing process how do you tend to approach it um I'm very much character driven in in what I write so for me it's it's um creating the characters first mm. so you'll have an idea of what it's about or what's your kind of like your what's inspired your story or where you know your hook you'll have your hook mm. but then I start to work from the characters out if that makes sense mm-hmm. so you know I, I want to know who they are what makes them tick what do they want how will they react if they don't get what they want like I really try and really kind of like create real flesh out fleshed out characters um and then it just for me it falls into place quite quickly then when you have these fleshed out characters that interact that talk and then you know the narrative builds that way so that's for me kind of and I'm someone that likes to think it up then leave it then go back to it and then go back to it and then go back to it because every time I go back to it I you know I don't sit there and just like right all in one go no I will write a bit and I'll come back little by little write a bit come back write a bit mm-hmm. come back and then go back to the beginning and go back through it and it just in the story changes I'm, I like to be quite loose with that I don't like to be too rigid on just because I said in the beginning that it was going to be a story about this and this and that and they were going to do this part way through if I've decided actually that doesn't feel right for that character then I'm quite happy to change it and and take them in a different direction mm-hmm. um, but it is always very characteristic and diet and, and I'm someone that I like dialogue I like to talk and I like you know and I and I write from a lot of kind of um, not experience per se, but I will take something and then I will like imagine, reimagine it, if that makes sense. So, you know, like something happened and or someone will tell me a story and I'll be like, already my brain's ticking away thinking, but then if, what if they did this and then that person did that and then, and that's why I love being a writer and, and that because mm. it's the imagination because you can just take it anywhere um mm-hmm. there's no restrictions and you and then you're like okay that sounded similar to what I was saying to you but mm-hmm. where did you whoa where did you go with that I'm like that's the point that's that's the beauty of being a writer like you're mm. not restricted to that you can literally go out of space with something and 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 you let your imagination like when I was a kid I was always had a very vivid imagination and now I see why it, it, you know, you can see those seeds were planted a long time ago. And it's like, yeah, cause my brain does that. My brain starts ticking over and the cogs start turning. And then I'm just like, oh, and then what if they said this? Oh my God. And then what happened if they went here? And then, and it's like, whoa. And then people get sucked in. Like I'm definitely an oral story, storyteller in that respect. Like, yeah. And then I just start going off and it's like, and then, I was like well then what happens and I'm like and I'm just making it up as I go along and I think that obviously I've realized that's actually a skill very well-paid skill mm-hmm. <laughs> not everyone can do that yeah absolutely right <laughs> <laughs> who knew <laughs> oh this is fantastic Sharice we really enjoyed having you um with us today oh lovely I've had enjoyed being here amazing. chatting with you lovely ladies 
so just a quick one before we go what can you you know if, if you can share some words to, to our audience um who pretty much going through a similar journey as yourself they were probably they were in the creative world and they left because of various reasons and if they're not sure if they want to go back in again what would you advise them to do or in any um, really you know but, yeah. yeah with anything I just think that mm. be realistic with your expect you know like, like I said don't like I was saying before don't have like put expectations on yourself you know um consistency is really important um nothing happens overnight one of the things that I did in the beginning to try and quell my kind of you know am I am I going in the right direction I, I did things like I looked at some people like I really admire someone like Viola Davis or someone you know you're like they're like man they're, and look on their IMDb and see they had like a little role in 2000 and then another one in 2004 then there was nothing until two I, I mean I'm not saying this is um Viola's thing I'm just giving you an example um but I, that's what I would do is always look at it takes time and you have to allow yourself that time don't feel pressured or rushed to go at anybody else's pace just because I've managed to do this doesn't and that's okay everyone is allowed someone's chapter 10 is not the same as someone's chapter two and you never know what chapter somebody's on so give yourself that space and that patience really examine why you want to do it I think when I was younger um I obviously I loved performance and loved acting um but I don't think I really understood it I understood the industry I understood the many facets of what that would and how that would change my life and what that do you know what I mean mm. you think fame looks great until you're in it um whereas at this age I know what kind of exposure I want and I don't want all encompassing everybody up in your business exposure. Mm. Um, that's not cool, especially <laughs> after living a, a civilian life for so long. Um, <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Like it looks all glitz and glamour until it ain't. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, so like kind of question your motives and what do you want to get out of something? I think that would be my advice. But if you're not sure, sit down and go, well, why do I want this? And if this happened, how would that change my life and the lives around me? And am I okay with that? Like really really like interview yourself about why you want to pursue something if you get through that and you still want to go for it then literally just go for it don't talk about it do it go take some acting classes go research um pathways in and like see like i there's so many different ways in like not everybody went to drama school not everybody so how did other people do it and and you know some people do short films we've got so many other mediums now with kind of youtube and 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 tiktok and you know there's so many ways you can create now there's so many different ways in now um and find the one that suits you do you know what i mean there is no right way in you know before i had an agent i used to have to hustle and see what was being made and and don't feel scared to reach out to me. like people reach out to me in my dms and they're like hey um I, and i'm like cool i respect your hustle and I, you know, and if something comes up and I can give you some shadowing experience, I'm always up for that because I'm just like, at the end of the day, you got to get in some way, mm. you know, someone gave me a, a, you know, they were like, come on trees. And they took me on, they took a chance. They believed in me. They were like, she could do so. And it goes from there and it snowballs. So I would always say, don't ever give up. There's, you know, there's never, there's never, especially with this industry in terms of acting, there's never an end date. You know, Morgan Freeman, there's a lot of people that came into this late. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, man's like, is he 80 the or something? Man's like, 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 but it's true but it's true look to Raji P. Henson like my girl you know she's in her 
she's older than me do you know what mm. i mean so this is th- those are the people that gave me hope like actually mm. yes you can come into this when your kids are grown and you know you've lived a whole life being a flight attendant for 20 <laughs> years on an airline <laughs> i have literally like yeah. one minute i'm serving daniel kaluuya next minute i'm auditioning for a part in his his, his film like literally that's that's, that's real life mm. <laughs> yeah no i love that advice Brilliant. i really do i hope um you know your message really resonates with um you know some of our so. listeners oh, it's applicable to not even just the creative industry like wherever they may be in life and just think you know what what I'm doing is not really working right now. There's a passion and there's a calling and you know, a real burning desire to do the, the thing that I've truly been called, you know, mm-hmm. here to do. So I think it's nice, you know, just for people to, you know, exactly. I love that interview yourself. Mm. Yeah. After you do all that interview and you come back to that same point and think, you know what? I still want to do it. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Now you give you give yourself that permission. I think that's mm. the thing. It's it's giving yourself that permission to say, well, actually, no, I really want this, mm. and, I, and, I, and now I owe it to myself to to go for it. Do you know okay. what I mean? But yeah, and I think then, and that's what I did personally. I kind of said, well, no, actually, she, this is something that's burned in you since you was a child. And I put up a post on my story and said that God put that dream in your heart for a reason. Mm. And I, I just think my motives now are very different from when I was younger. Um, I needed to mature before I was ready to receive what God's got for me. And, and I think these days now I've, I'm kind of leaning into my gift. I was saying to my kids, like, believe it or not, yeah, I can write and yeah, I can act and I can do those things, but I don't necessarily believe they're my spiritual gift. I believe my spiritual gift is to inspire people mm-hmm. and to give people hope and to encourage people. So at any opportunity, I will always use that. And this is just a platform and a medium for me to be able to do that. And that's what I've realized this time around yeah that's fantastic amazing beautiful. do you know <laughs> amazing yeah, sure absolutely beautiful one of our most listened um podcasts mm-hmm. how beautiful that is a beautiful message yeah. honestly do but yeah like yeah, pleasure thank you absolute so much for inviting me ladies seriously i've had a crazy busy day like <laughs> mad busy um and i was like I looked at the time and I was like, nah, she just put on a bit of lip gloss, <laughs> put on them African earrings and get on that screen. <laughs> but you delivered. Exactly. You delivered and conquered. It's beautiful. Thank you so much, Sharice. Really. Thank you so much, Logan. So how can people reach out to you? Um, listen, I'm on the usual social media platforms. I mean, I mean, I will do I always endeavor to try and reach it back to people um, and stuff and, and give advice. I mean, again, I don't blow smoke at the end of the day. If I don't know, I'll tell you, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I can only, you know, but I, I do try and, and, and reach, you know, I've had some amazing people that I've reached out to, you know, um, on LinkedIn. I remember reaching out to Trix Worrell who wrote Desmond's on LinkedIn. And oh. I was well stoked when he wrote back. I mean, he, he was literally just saying to me, you know, I'm really busy. And of course he's really busy, man. That's a <laughs> But it just meant so much that he, that took, he took time, time yeah. to say good yeah. luck with everything. Yeah. And I think that I always want to pay that forward. So if someone reaches out to me, I will endeavor to just say, keep going. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, mm. and I'll see you there. And that's another thing. Like, you know, I, I remember bumping into, um, what's his name? Um, Amal, well, he was on a flight that I was working on. Amal Amin. And I remember him saying like, mm-hmm. in years to come, we're going to have a story where we're in something together or we're collaborating on something. And it's just, those are the things that you go, that's going to happen. Like that happened for a reason. That, mm. And I think, so yeah, like reach out to me on my socials. I'm, you know, I'm on Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
I will, I will happy to be trying and be a little bit encouraging and stuff. And if you've got a question, point me in the right direction or how do you write a screenplay? I'll be honest with you. I bought a book. I will tell you the book I bought. You know what I mean? Like I had to hustle my way here and I'm always, I'm always, you know, here to respect everybody else's hustles and, and do what I can. Fantastic. Love that. Thank you much. Thank you so much, Sharice. No worries. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much.